You're listening to your Dental Top 5 podcast with Amanda Hill, informing you on the top trends in dentistry every Thursday. Brought to you by the creators of A Tale of Two Hygienists podcast. And now, here's your host, Amanda Hill. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Your Dental Top 5, where we take trending topics in dentistry and break them down into five usable highlights that you can take back to your op, your life, or just look smarter at your next dinner party. I'm your host, Amanda Hill. So I'm super excited about today's episode. I know, I'm excited about every episode. But this one's a really great one. And it's a friend of mine that I met through the military a long time ago. Um, and then she went on this entire career journey, and I'm so flipping proud of her. Um, but she has some great information to share with us when it comes to taking care of ourselves and being smarter about helping our patients take care of themselves. And so I am going to bring on my friend, Linda Mensch, who has a master's degree in nutrition. She's a board certified clinical nutrition specialist, a licensed dietitian nutritionist. And to think when I know her, knew her, but first met her, she didn't have any of these things. This girl has been studying her butt off, and she is super smart, and she's going to talk to us about the top five nutrition solutions. So, Linda, thank you for coming on today. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, Amanda. I'm excited to be here, too. This is awesome. So I've loved starting down a rabbit hole with you about, you know, you started this whole thing about nutrition and really learning how to take care of your body, and then all of a sudden, these light bulbs started going off for you about, wait, the body and the oral and your oral health are totally connected, Right. I know, right? I was, uh, I mean, duh, right? I should know this. Oh, we didn't know it for a long time either. And I went to dental hygiene school. So don't, don't, don't feel bad. Right. So there is a, there's an awful lot of connection. Um, as you all know, as professionals in dentistry, um, the connection between the oral microbiome and systemic health and illness. Um, but there's a lot in wrapped up in that around, um, how we respond to, to illness and, and how we can care for ourselves in a better way by looking at the microbiome. So that's where I start um, a lot of my process is what's really going on inside and how do we find a root cause um, to what people are experiencing. So, so much of dentistry has had the, um, I guess, the reputation of being reactive and not proactive. And part of what dental hygienists are really, really, really trying to push our profession for, forward with is that we are prevention specialists. That's who we are in our space. We are not just cleaning teeth and making them white and nagging patients to brush and floss, that really that engaged hygienist is really looking for ways to help help patients heal their mouth, help patients not have problems in the future and set them up for success. And I think I think nutrition plays a role in that, right? Absolutely, it plays a role because you have the opportunity to see firsthand some things that are going on in a patient's body before they might even have labs that prove something or before they are on so many drugs that they're not quite sure what they're supposed to take when and they're overwhelmed with their health condition. I like to think of it as, um, you know, we have an opportunity as nutritionists and as hygienists to help people start to listen to the whispers of their body instead of listening, you know, waiting for the scream. Um, so when your body, when your body is screaming at you that it needs help, you know, we need, if we can dial that back a little bit and start getting in tune with ourselves earlier and having that support from a medical professional, 
earlier on, we can help people feel better. And and honestly, I think we all want everyone to live their fullest life. Everybody deserves to be healthy and and happy and 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 disease free. Absolutely. I mean, so that that bleeding pocket, you know, that the patient says, oh, that one always bleeds. That is that little whisper that says, well, why does that always bleed? Like, let's stop marking that down in our charts and be like, oh, yeah, it's that one pesky spot and start to really get to it could be it could have to do with their gut microbiome. It could have to do with a, a you know, some kind of heart disease or something that is somewhere totally other someplace else in the body. And when we heal that, all of a sudden that spot's going to heal up too, right? Right. Well, and even even on a on a smaller scale than than just the whole systemic illness, um, that pocket that's bleeding can be an indication of we have a mineral or a vitamin deficiency going on in the body. And why are we having that? It could be that we're not digesting and we're not absorbing food the way we should. So we're not getting those nutrients to where they need to be. Absolutely. Now, now, as a, I don't know, somebody who's always busy and running, like, I want a quick fix, but none of this is going to be a really quick fix, is it? (laughs) Well, when you think about, you know, it took you this long to get there, you know, then dialing it back fast is is tricky um, and it takes patience. Um, and we've been trained in this in social media and the media and uh, just in life um, that there's there's a quick fix to everything. There's a pill for that. There's a diet for this, you know, do this, do that. And I think that what really gets in the way is all of this noise and so we're so frustrated with our own health because we don't even know where to start. We don't even know what to do. Absolutely. And and so and so your top 5 is not only ways for us to maybe help our patients, but it's ways to maybe first put on our own oxygen mask and heal our own bodies and and not burn ourselves out so that we are present and we are excited to help and care for our patients, right? Right, exactly. You know, it's like open up your umbrella and, you know, get under it and and then, you know, then you can offer it to your friend, you know, but you got to open that umbrella yourself. And um and so I look at these five pillars as ways that we can start to care for ourselves. Um uh, because we talked about um you know, how we can sometimes feel very critical of ourselves and our journey. And sometimes when we're trying to tell somebody else about, well, you should fix this and you should do that. And this, this pocket in your mouth is doing that. And, you know, this, this, this criticism doesn't land very well for people, but if we can start to kind of turn things around in our own life, then maybe we can, you know, we, well, first of all, we can be a model for others, but we can also share like, Hey, you know, I, I just tried this really great new recipe for, you know, I don't know, sweet potatoes this time of year. Um, and, and it was really great. And do you know what? It actually is fiber and fiber in my diet is something that's really healthy for, for my, my health condition. It's really good for my GI tract. It's, it's, full of nutrients. Wow. You know, what do you like to eat? You know, what, what are your favorite vegetables? You know, this is a way that you can engage somebody, um, in their health process. Absolutely. You know, as you were talking, I was just thinking, you know, we worry so much in healthcare, you know, we think about our PPE, right? So our personal Mm -hmm. protective equipment, our, our gloves, our masks, our, our face shields. You know, I use this really cool face shield now by ambiance that, you know, no glare and it's really comfortable on my head. And so I take all that time to put on my PPE and really this top five nutrition solutions is like PPE for my body. I love that. Right. 
That's great. Yeah. I love I love the idea that, you know, you have this shield for your body. That's fantastic. Um so my top five, if I can just jump right in. Let's jump in. Um, of course, you're going to guess the very first one is diet. So, you know, what are we eating? What are we feeding ourselves? And what we're looking for to help balance a healthy oral and gut microbiome is balance and diversity. So when we have diverse neighborhoods, we are a better community. And when we have a better community, we feel better. And so many other things are impacted in a positive way. So how do you get that diversity? Well, that's by figuring out what kind of carbs are good for me. When I talk about carbs, we talk about whole grains. Yes, I love whole grains. I talk about balance with that and vegetables and fruits and finding all of the colors so that we can have that diversity in all of the colors that we're eating. We can have diversity in the textures and we can have some fun with all of our food because we're eating more than just the same chicken, broccoli, and rice every day. Yeah. I I mean, sometimes it's hard to think of things outside the chicken, broccoli, and rice when I'm really busy. And so coming up with all those colorful, creative things, oh, sometimes it's just overwhelming for my brain. I get that. And, you know, we're busy professionals. We have children. We've got to run them everywhere. We've got um, commitments to other groups that we're trying to be involved in so that we can be part of this community. And so, you know, how can we find easy solutions? And that's one of the things that I like to teach is how can we do a simple meal, you know, five ingredients that's going to be healthy, sometimes prepping ahead, um, being able to be prepared when you have some time so that you have that go-to in the pantry or in the refrigerator, it's ready to go for you. Um, and you don't have to just, you know, stop at, you know, the drive through because, oh my gosh, you forgot to, you didn't have time. You forgot. You, you just, and you're hungry and you need to And that's to when eat. I make the worst choices. I make the worst choices then. Like, oh, that's fine. I can have that burger. Yeah. And you know what? Well, and we all, we all have this, you know, this struggle with making choices in food. And, and it's, I think it's really important to remember that, um, you know, food is emotional and we use food for so many things. And so if we can, in my practice, we start to look at how are we connecting or not connecting to our food in, in ways that is, that is healthy and healthful. Um, and so, so being able to, to discern how can we help others, how can we help ourselves and not feel bad because, you know, I had to go to the drive-thru, you know, I needed to eat. So, so there's a line there. Um, there's a lot we can unpack in that. Absolutely. All right. Well, what's number two? Number two is hydration. So we need to figure out ways that we can bathe ourselves in, um, a new, a nutrient promoting way. So a lot of people um, like to add flavors to their water. um, And I'm not against adding something into my water. But when it starts adding ingredients that I can't pronounce, or it starts adding things that are not natural in this world, then I start to think, is that contributing to the way I feel? Absolutely. And is that is that making the pH in your mouth dip? Every time you take a sip and making you more at risk for cavities. Oh, that's a really great point. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so you know, what are those acidic things that, that are not helping us? Um, I, you know, 
I'm, I got my coffee. Um, but you know, I'm also making sure that I have other things in my toolbox during the day. So, so that I have something that helps me get through, you know, those slumps. And, and sometimes I need, you know, a smoothie. Sometimes I need just water. Sometimes I need lemon in my water. I mean, there are all kinds of things that we can do. Sometimes, um, you know, I just like that cup of tea in the evening. And again, this all also connects to, that emotional component of food because beverages are exactly the same thing. Absolutely. I like to set rules for myself. Like I drink one water bottle in the morning before I can have my first cup of coffee. And then I have to drink a whole nother water bottle before I can have my second cup of coffee. <laughs> I like that. Those are really good ideas. Yes. You know, we all just discover that, that nice place um, for ourselves. Yeah. So. All right. Well, what's number three? Um, number three is joyful movement. I love Not- the sound. What is joyful movement? I know you didn't expect me to say that as a nutritionist, but it is really important for our gut health for us to move. But you know, I I've been I've been trying to embrace and enjoy exercise for a long time and I don't like exercise, but I love to move. So whether it's getting outside, you know, for a few minutes with my kids when they were younger or finding something that I really like to do um, and, and doing that and finding enjoyment in that makes me want to move more. I love going outside and taking a walk and enjoying the sun, enjoying the fall colors, looking for the beauty beauty in nature and just taking that that mental break is is such a great um aspect of healing and supporting our exercise moving our bodies is helping our microbiome so i so i don't have to like beat myself up like to the point where i want to vomit in the middle of my exercise <laughs> well if you find enjoyment in that then you know so go much. right on ahead not so much yeah <laughs> I just like people to find ways to move. Yes. What's number four? So number four is self-appreciation. So these are finding rituals where you can you can take time to look inside and looking inside to see how can I care for myself in a better way? How can I how can I support um relaxation in my body? How can I mitigate stress? So it might be as simple as in between patients taking a couple moments to take some deep nose breaths. Um, it might be. I love that you mentioned nasal breathing. By the way, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, it might be um, as a few minutes in the morning at the beginning of your day, doing a simple yoga practice. There are so many great free videos out there on YouTube to help guide people through simple yoga. Um, there are stretching videos that are that are calm and meditative. And well, then there's all the apps that help you meditate now. So there's so many resources out there. And five minutes makes a huge difference in your vagal tone. So how your body feels and responds in a, in a um, positive way uh, from from looking at nervous system health. You know, and it's, I find that even, you know, when you have a patient in the chair and it might be a difficult patient and you can start to feel yourself get a little bunged up and you stressed, you know, you're behind all this PPE and you can totally do some breathing techniques like while you're working on a patient just to help kind of bring yourself down and kind of, you know, just help center yourself in your own body. Um, I, I, I feel like I do that a lot when I'm working throughout the day and feel frazzled. 
Well, I think you find too, when you do that, if you've ever been in a room full of people where someone is yawning and you start to yawn, you know, it's the same thing with the breath for your, your patient sitting in the chair they're nervous and they're, you know, they're all of the things that they're feeling. And when you start to breathe and you start to calm down, they start to breathe with you. And so, you know, it's a collective and here we are again in a community, you know, helping each other. Oh, that's such a good point because they certainly feel your tension just kind of out there. I love that. All right. Well, what's number five? All right. The last one is sleep and finding restorative sleep. So a lot of us are just burning the candle at both ends. And, and so we need to take a look at what is, what is maybe in, in the way of sleep, but it's interesting because I'm not a sleep specialist, but I'm a microbiome specialist, and we know that when we're not eating properly, when we're not eating, consuming the right nutri- nutrients, the right macros for our body, then we're not going to see efficient sleep, restorative sleep. So there are ways that we can look at that from a nutritional perspective to help people get back to sleeping. You know, that's a huge conversation right now in dentistry is sleep. And so we as hygienists and dentists are really starting to look at airway and sleep. And, and really, one of the things now they recommend that we ask patients and we put on our medical histories is asking patients about their sleep and the quality of their sleep. Um, and whether that's an airway issue or whether that is a nutritional issue, um, without that, it's hard to get a handle on all these other things that, you know, again, it, it makes us more reactive than it does make us preventative specialists, which is what we're trying to be. Right. And so, you know, we talk about, you know, um, it, with sleep, you know, it, everybody says, you know, all of the noise in the media is you got to stop looking at your screens at night, you know, and you got to turn everything off two hours before. And, and, you know, for people that are, that are busy and they're trying to just get everything done, um, you know, sometimes, um, those, those things, those rituals, um, are, are the way that they're they're surviving, and and so to tell someone, yeah, we're going to cut that all off, and and now you can't do this anymore. You know that just that then winds us back to oh now I'm all stressed out, and then I'm you know then I'm tired, and then I don't eat well, I don't make good choices because I'm tired, and it's just a vicious circle. But I think that there are ways that we can help people dial things back in a way that helps them. So again, this is you know not being critical that you know oh your airway is always blocked and. And, oh, well, you probably didn't eat well. And, you know, instead of being critical, just say, you know, what if we got curious about turning this off for, you know, maybe 10 minutes earlier at night? Can you try that? And these are the, these are the little tiny steps, little tiny steps where, you know, I, I think of, of the little tiny steps forward that I need to make in my own oral health and how when I do little steps, I make big progress. I love it. I love it. And that way it's not quite so overwhelming and you don't have to do all the things at once. Just like we as clinicians have been taught, you know, you don't throw every single oral health aid at a patient, you know, you sort of pick one and what can you commit to? And so how can, you know, and maybe as a patient leaves an appointment, you know, how can we commit to doing one small thing for your mouth and how can we commit to doing one small thing for your whole body? I love that. I love that. That's, that's a think, really great way to help. Yeah. I think what that does for us as, as dental hygienists is it elevates us from we are just here cleaning your teeth and making your teeth white and pretty, yet 
all the way up to we are here as prevention health specialists, not just caring about your mouth, but caring about you from your head to your toe, and that we have the knowledge to help you along that journey. And we should do the same thing for ourselves, people, because, you know, we are like the shoemaker's children. We're the worst about taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. I think that's that's very poignant. Um, and when people need more help, then that's when you can send them to someone who can who can give them more guidance and help them on that journey so that when they come back for their next visit in three or six months with you, they can be so excited about the progress that they've made. And maybe you can, you can notice, oh, wow, this is great and encourage people. We need to be an encouraging community. Absolutely. Well, let's review your top five. So the top five nutrition solutions are one, diet, Two, hydration. Three, joyful movement. I love that joyful movement. I'm going to go back to dancing in the morning. Four, self-appreciation. And five, sleep. So Linda, you talked about really building that community. And so if people want to bring you into their community, maybe they want to learn more about how to heal themselves, or maybe they want to learn more, maybe how to collaborate with you, because I certainly don't have time in a 60-minute hygiene appointment to dig into this with a patient. And so if people want to reach out to you for more questions or information, how can they reach you? So they can find me at symphonynutrition.com um, and they can also visit the website and click to, to schedule a free consultation where we can have a chance to talk about things. I also provide for practitioners um, opportunities to do webinars for their staff uh, to help teach them on a few finer points about my five pillars. So my oh five my goodness, nutrition that sounds solutions. Awesome. It could be like a whole office meeting. We could all learn from you. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love this. Oh, I'm totally scheduling this for my <laughs> office. Well, Linda, thank you so much for coming on today. Man, I have learned a lot. And um, man, I got some work to do. But man, I'm going to start with joyful movement. That's going to be I think that sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, we all know that only four out of five dentists could agree. So if you have something to add to this top five, or you have an idea for a whole nother top five, email me at amandahillrdh at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to include your dental top five. Make it a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Your Dental Top 5. Be sure to join us next Thursday to hear more from Amanda. 